Well, here we are, the Bromley Buzz, in a very different place, in the Glades, in Bromley, the Greener and Cleaner Hub. Yes, in fact, we're in the back room of the Greener Cleaner Hub right. in Bromley. And I'd like to say, um, Happy New Year to all of our listeners. Uh, and I hope it is a full Happy New Year to you all. And I am Darren Weir of Intune PR, and I'm with... Zinat Narani of Vida Della Mariposa Coaching. And, and re- a Happy New Year as well. Yes. Feliz Año Nuevo. Thank you for your latest Spanish uh, intercession <laughs> there. Welcome. And that was my first interruption of you of this year as well. So it I didn't was take indeed, long. and it should have been me, but it doesn't matter. We're allowed to kind of spice things up a little bit. But you know, it's actually wonderful being here in the back room. Uh, looking at all the wonderful stuff that has been donated, the way they're organising everything. And speaking of which, we have an interview with Parisia Wright coming up later, haven't we? Yes, we just recorded it and it was rather lovely. And um, on that note, actually, they are looking for next week for some volunteers to help out organise a whole load of donations that they've had on Tuesday and Wednesday between 1 and 6, if I'm not mistaken. I think you could well be right. Uh, yes. And if anyone's in any doubt, listen to the interview in a few minutes. In, yes. In, well, I don't think we mentioned it oh, in no, the interview. Oh, no, no. That's why I mention it now. So, um, But do um, pop into the uh, hub, the Greener and Cleaner hub. I keep saying Greener and Cleaner hub because I sometimes get, get the way around. Me too. Cleaner, Greener hub. Greener, but you are hub. quite correct. Uh, it could be a nice little rhyme. Anyway, bet- Tuesday and Wednesday next week between 1 and 6. If you've got any uh, hours that you can spare to just help out organise some of those wonderful donations so they can get organised for their upcoming workshops and things. Indeed, and this brings me nicely on to our What's On, which for a change we're going to put Actually, at I'm an early point. You. Yes, you may. Uh, just to remind our listeners that they can find us on Channel Radio 2 on Mondays at 10am. Thank you for that inter- a second intercession. Um, <laughs> right, I'm going to read out these dates that relate to the Greener Cleaner Hub here in the Glades because on January the 12th, between 10.30am and 12.30pm, they host Grow Up Greener, a parents' meet-up, inclusive monthly meet-up for everyone interested in bringing up babies eco-friendly. Mm. Uh, also on the 12th of January, and this time in the evening, 6pm to 8pm, Create a wildlife pond. That sounds exciting. It does. And finally, uh, in this run of events, which you can find on their website, um, 19th of January, and indeed I might add on the Bromley Buzz website because I've added them on our What's On, 19th of January, 11 to 1 pm, the Energy Cafe. Uh, and that brings me on to. We've got an Agatha Christie coming up. Would you like to describe that one? The Agatha. You're jumping around, aren't you? I am indeed. I'm just trying to find it because I haven't got my glasses on. Ah. Do you want to go ahead and do it? Because I cannot find it. Right, in that case... Oh, wait. there it is. Wish You Were Dead. That one. No. Oh. Actually, right. Here's, here's the thing. <laughs> you love to do I this know. to me, Well, this is also you? because this, oh, this was... Is. Bear in mind, this is upside down anyway, so I'll, you, I'll yeah, redo the intro. you always do things upside down. Yeah, so we'll actually do Swan Lake first. So, oh. is it, so hang on, pause. Z, would you like to take us on to other events, including Swan Lake? 11th to the 14th January. Swan Lake will be performed by the International Classic Ballet at the Churchill Theatre Bromley, then following the Nutcracker by the same company from the 13th to the 14th of January. Yes, and after that we have uh, at the Bromley Little Theatre, 13th to 21st of January, Love from a Stranger by Agatha Christie and Frank Vosper. And um, speaking of 
kind of suspensey thing. Just on, I'm going to jump over to, because uh, we're going to keep with the mm. theme of suspense, 16th to the 18th of February, Peter James, Wish You Were Dead, at the Churchill Theatre Bromley, world premiere. And on the 27th of January, time travelling backwards again, uh, Black People in the RAF in World War Two, a talk at Biggin Hill Memorial Museum. Amazing. Mm. So lots of wonderful things going on. What else do we have here? Whiskey. Uh, whiskey. Oh, tell us about the whiskey. Where's the whiskey? 28th of January. Well, you love whiskey. Go for the whiskey. Well, this is very true. Um, Jameson's is my tipple of choice in case anyone wants to um, treat me to any in due course. But 28th of January, the mayor of... It is a big hint. The Mayor of Bromley's Charity Appeal Whiskey Tasting Evening in the Function Rooms, the Old Palace, Bromley Civic Centre, Bromley at 7pm. That was in the Mayor's Newsletter, for which you can sign up online on the Council website, I believe, and will also be uh, on the Council website as well. But again, it's on ours too. Fantastic. And then we've got the 19th of February, Bromley Young Persons Market from 12pm to 7pm with stalls, free activities performances and more and one week later on the 26th of march the same thing again brilliant and then finally first of april closing dates for applications to the platinum jubilee parks fund money Mm. for community-led projects for a park or open space indeed and And all these details can be found on our website indeed they can Uh, and these things particularly any access to money from the council or other public sources is uh a rare treat these days and if people are planning to do things for a park or an open space or indeed uh, create a wildlife pond and maybe some of the people who are doing that could apply for it. I'm free on that day to come along. Mm. Now then, um, that's enough of events. Joint buzzes. Uh, We went to a new restaurant, didn't we, um, a few days back? Mm -hmm. We did. It's literally just down the road. And it's called Dorothy and Marshall uh, in central Bromley in the town centre. And it's part of the um, building. It's adjacent to, if not part of, the old old town town, hall. Yeah, the old Bromley town hall, uh, right at the crossroads. And it was lovely. It was um, just before Christmas, actually, Mm. that we went. Um, Very cosy and quirky and romantic. Great waiters. Fete. Fete was one of them. Oh, Um, I'm so glad you remember his name. I think of Fete cheese. (laughs) <laughs> right, I'm not, I'm not sharing that with him now <laughs> no, Fete, he was an absolute delight wasn't he wasn't he? cheesy at all he wasn't cheesy at all he had a wonderful smile wonderful presence and so professional and really heartwarming he was all the staff are really nice there, to be fair and um, we both got very into well to be honest we were really keen on trying out the espresso martinis they were definitely upstanding but the thing we both enjoyed and competed over because we had one between us was the cheese souffle starter that was absolutely divine mm, it was uh, your whole idea is you wanted to change uh, ch- uh, try not change try the truffle cheese which you didn't get to not cheese the truffle chips wasn't which it which we did have those which we had because you hadn't had them last time you had gone there no that's right because i ordered a burger last time and i really enjoyed the burger but I was t- too full from something I'd had earlier on to um, want the ch- fries as well. This time I had them. Could have done with a little more truffle in the truffle oh, yes. fries, I think. I think but, so. you know, the, that is a, a good menu. Nice it, place to it visit. It is, definitely. But we were knocked from dead by or knocked over by the souffle starter. That was yummy. And next time I'm having one for myself. 
Yes, please do, because that means <laughs> I have one for myself too. So yes, that was our joint buzz. Um, did you have another buzz? I certainly did, Go and it's another joint one because, uh, one. well, I was on your 100th Mindset Matters show, which airs every Friday at 10.30am um, to 12pm on Channel Radio, and uh, yes, 100 up, crikey, and your second year as well, I believe. Well, my second year is on the 8th of January. Yeah, so that's very imminent. Ching, ching, mm. yeah. So yeah, that's definitely a buzz for me as well, um, It you know, it's come such a long way, and uh, the Bromley buzz is... Catching up with the Mindset Matters. As of today, it's 91 episodes. Ooh, I'm still seven... Nine. Nine. <laughs> I can't count, can I? <laughs> Rishi Sunak has just announced that people are going to be doing maths until they're 18, which I resent badly because I was oh hopeless at Oh my goodness, don't get me started on that. Oh really? Don't get me started on that. That's... Alright, I, I won't get you started, but I will say this. Um, right, people being compelled to do maths until they're 18 after 16 when they currently can stop. Yes or no? No. And it's a no from me as well. Right, moving on to... Oh, tell us about your Rotary sleigh. Yes, that's a happy coincidence. Um, right, I'm a member of the Rotary Club in Bromley, and over uh, several days in the run-up to Christmas, uh, as the Rotary does every year, we went round to various locations in Bromley, including, in my case, Biggin Hill, um, on the sleigh route, uh, a car towing a sleigh with a Santa uh, and it, children come out, parents come out, there's music blaring away, the, the Santa is wearing out his own arm over about three hours, clanging a bell as well and it's a source of joy for the community that. It's a double source because actually there's collecting for charity going mm. on. Each night a different set of charity people ha helps out and receives some of the money. On my night it was greener, cleaner hub people. Amazing. Uh, so I, I met time. some of them, and one of them actually will be on the show next week because I recorded her there and then. Well, there we go. But yeah, that, that was a real lovely buzz. Was it as cold as when we did it last year? Uh, it was a bit nippy, but no. Because uh, last year was freezing. I was warned this year, I took my gloves. <laughs> mm. Brilliant. Um, do you know what I'm excited about uh, is the launch of my um, NLP for coaches that is um, at the end of this month so I've got two dates Tuesday the 24th and Wednesday the 25th that's going to be the first um, masterclass of 10 and of course there's one workshop in July but yeah really excited to get that up and running that's my buzz. Really excited about that. And uh, by the way NLP what's it stand for again? Neuro Linguistic Programming. And what's it do? It deals with your mind, your language, and the patterns that we have in our thoughts. And it's about how can we use them positively and how they work together. In essence, I mean, if you get me started talking on this, we'll never talk about the buzz. Well, that's you know maybe so. You know how passionate so. I am about NLP. Yeah, and the fact that you are um, so advanced in it, you're training other people is a great professional um, buzz, actually. It is. No, yeah, so I'm well really done. excited about that. All right. Um, also, before Christmas, or during Christmas, I went to the Signature Care Home in Beckenham mm -hmm. to their Christmas market, which had a few um, local businesses selling things, and they had uh, their um, in-care home choir singing. I missed them, but I saw a couple of people in very interesting earwear and uh, so mm -hmm. on going past, um, dressed up, who had been uh, doing it as well, it and interviewed a some, uh, mm -hmm. couple of people there. 
uh, and uh, I will be using those interviews in future shows. Fantastic. But I can say, by the way, yeah. uh, Winsford House Produce, one of the stores, mm. their little cheese and thyme, I think it was, yes, biscuits, were absolutely lovely. And uh, I'll be speaking to um, Signature themselves and Handmade by Karen, a crochet uh, Oh, you and your locally, crochets. She gave me a worry worm. Oh. The worry worm's just for... Uh, elucidation. So there's two things that are big in the world of acts of random crochet kindness. One is post toppers, which I put on our yeah. Instagram, probably buzz frequently, uh, and another one are worry worms, where good-hearted crocheters go out and they put these little things for people to pick up, and uh, there's a message yeah. with them. Yeah, and it's happy. to express your worries hmm. to to a worm. So I now have one. Schools have those for worry monsters. So they have like these little monsters of different characters, mm. and if you've got a concern or a worry, you just pick it up and you hug it and you talk to it, and you express your worries to them. Well, after the really after the mass announcement, none of them is going to have the face of Rishi Sunak on it, is it? Um, <laughs> anyway, oh dear. Would you like but to you throw in what? another hi? I do love late. those um, events at Signature. I mean, I was there last year for their Christmas market, and mm-hmm. it was wonderful. Um, I couldn't make it this year, but I'm glad you made it. Mm. Yeah, and they've got some lovely stores up there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely lovely. Um, I think it's time for my affirmation, if I may. You certainly may. So this week's affirmation is, there is light at the end of every tunnel. Just open your eyes, clear your mind, take a deep breath, and let yourself be guided back into the brightness. What a lovely affirmation. So I thought this was absolutely perfect for now this time of the year at the beginning thinking about where, where we've reflected the past things that have been really good for us things that didn't go so well and how we might have been in a dark tunnel and how we can move forward into the new year well that brings us very nicely onto our interview with Parisa uh, because as you all learn she talks about being your own superhero in fact making your own light at the end of your own tunnel and mm. I just think it's a lovely thing. So here we are. Welcome, Parisa Wright. It's an absolute pleasure to be here at the Greener, 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 Greener and Cleaner Hub today <laughs> with you. Thank you. It's great to have you guys here. So um, this is an amazing project that you've got going on here. Uh, can you just in- introduce yourself, who you are and your reason, your why behind all of this? Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Parisa Wright. I am a Bromley Borough born and bred. Uh, I grew up here, I was born here, and I've now come back to have my family here. I've got two little ones who inspire me in this every day. They're four and seven now. Um, And I've been a lawyer in media and entertainment, starting off in human rights, actually, uh, for the last 20 years. Um, the last 11 I've been at ITV and um, the last four I've been running a sustainability group now charity uh, for the borough of Bromley um, and at the same time trying to use my spheres of influence at work um, and in clubs and things like that to get sustainability on the agenda and normalize and popularize us all thinking about reducing our waste and reducing our cost of living and improving our health by living more sustainably day to day and and helping each other out in that um, and I suppose it sort of started about four years ago when I was coming back from maternity leave having had my youngest 
and we I'd spent the year at home with my baby um, and looking at the children striking on television the school strikes the Friday mm. school strikes in 2018 um, you know with this baby in my arms and my little one going to nursery and just thinking good god what kind of world are we living in where children can't rely on adults to protect them mm. that they have to give up their innocence and their youth so young you know some as kids as young as five or six standing outside their schools begging government begging councils begging all adults really to to do something more than carrying on with the status quo to protect them and and I just came back out of that year just feeling like I had to do something feeling tearful feeling like perhaps I'd been selfish having children and realizing that actually there's no point in crying about it uh, we are where we are and the best thing that I could do is to use my life experiences my professional skills my passion for my kids my passion for my community to to change the status quo um, and to not feel held for ransom by mm. other people in society uh, stakeholders um, you know maybe even political organizations who don't necessarily connect with it or care about it in the same way that I do as a member of the community, as a mother, um, as someone actually with an ethnic minority background uh, who doesn't feel necessarily spoken to by a lot of the communications that come out around this um, nationally as well. So I basically thought, well, maybe I can reach out and see if there are other people in the borough, even though we have the highest car ownership of any <laughs> London borough. Uh, maybe I can see if I'm not alone. And it was amazing. Instantly, there were sort of 20, 30 of us meeting in a pub the first month. Uh, we set up a Facebook group and it just went to a few thousand within a few months. Um, and now we have, we're providing support to over 7,000 households in Bromley. Um, and, and some in Lewisham and South East London and you know we have got to the point where we are a registered charity we uh, were putting on you know even from the very beginning we made sure we weren't a talking shop we met up and chatted once a month but we also made sure we put on at least two free events every month we were all sharing our skills uh, whether that was to sew or to compost or to cook or to litter pick or to build things it was amazing uh, and we've just grown that really and um, the wonderful thing is now as a registered charity we now have an amazing community hub in the glades where people can come here for sustainability support and again it's continued to be peer-to-peer -peer. it's local people helping local people mm. sharing advice sharing ideas sharing what they've managed to do at home or at school or in their jobs uh, and helping each other through you know setting new norms and um, you know, making it easy and pragmatic and highlighting all those amazing benefits they're getting, their money saving, their well-being improving, their mental health. So it's the Why understanding, it's the knowledge and just kind of growing that within the community. Absolutely. I mean, before we started recording, we were talking a lot about community Yeah. and it starts with the community, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Because I think for me, one of the hardest things was looking at what was happening at a national level and feeling nothing was happening, looking at what was happening at a local level and feeling that nothing was happening in terms of infrastructure. But community is such a powerful thing. And if you can get everyone empowered to get involved, if everyone can realize how it's relevant to them personally, to their own families and how they can benefit from it, mm. 
you know if they can understand how collaborating makes us so much stronger and helps us achieve so much more change for our families i think that's really important and i think that's something amazing that over this last sort of four years we've managed to do and that we are trying to grow and uh, i mean that's absolutely amazing and with opening up um, you know the charity here in the bromley in the glades how has the last year been um it's been amazing i and mean what kind of workshops do you have going yeah so so basically the hub is run 70 percent by volunteers so and then about sort of 20 30 percent we have some skeleton core staff to make sure it's open and closed the right time to make sure we have amazing high quality events going on to make sure people have the right training etc and that our volunteers are taken care of and happy um but yeah it's very much peer-to-peer all local people giving advice and support to other local people. People get carbon literacy training so they don't feel they have to rely on their own knowledge. Mm. They get a full day of training. And it's an amazing social space. So people are making new friends, learning new things and helping their community. At the same time, um, about 70% of the workshops and talks that we put on are put on by volunteers from the community also. The other 20, 30% are also put on by local residents. Um, but they are paid roles where we've managed to get funding from, uh, you know, the lottery or another sort of um, a, a corporate sponsor, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So there are amazing local people getting involved, and and uh, the kind of events that we're putting on are anything from making reusable gift bags, learning how to grow in your own fruit and vegetables, demonstrations on amazing you know asian vegan recipes um clothes swaps baby toy swaps um just lots of wonderful different things but you know mending is at the heart of it yeah i was about to say you've got mending as yeah well, yeah absolutely so we have mending clinics on a saturday we have 80 percent of our events are aimed at adults because ultimately we as adults have to take responsibility yeah. and we really have control about how what transport we use what we eat what we do about our energy efficiency, how much stuff we buy, mm. but also how much stuff we borrow or fix or lend. Mm. And it's so powerful what we can do as adults, but also we want to support parents, but we also want to support children. So we do have an event a week for kids uh, on a Saturday usually. We also have extra events during school holidays. Mm. Um, and we also have a youth outreach team that is going into schools and supporting them with setting up sustainable fashion clubs, doing the odd assembly and also just reaching out to students and young people as well as primary school kids and secondary school kids. Fantastic. You know, I just wanted to mention as well, um, I love your library of things and Darren, you've already borrowed from there. I think it's an absolutely fantastic um, thing to have because not everybody can afford to go out and buy equipment like lawnmowers or uh, that German jet, is it German jet washers? I mean, you know, they're let, incredible. Let me, let me tell go you. Go on, you, uh, yeah, you, because <laughs> you've I'll had hands-on experience I'll tell this. you a story here which is highly relevant. One of the problems with having a green society is there's so much built-in obsolescence. Yeah. Things that are built to break so that it can be sold again and manufactured and you waste of Earth's resources. Mm-hmm. So my neighbour has a hedge trimmer. Yeah. Uh, I borrowed it, trimmed the hedge, it broke. I bought a new one, finished trimming my hedge, gave it to her. She got it out this year, first time she used it, it broke. Third one, uh, we're not having, because the other two broke. Uh, and Plus we you have came, to store them. Yes, yeah, space We cleaned the library of things, we borrowed a high-end one, that one in the 
cost a couple hundred pounds. Was it the yeah. crack, 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 crack of a one? The ones that we have are trade trade yeah. level, basically. Yeah, really good it, brands. We borrowed it. It was, I think, less than twenty pounds for the day, or a couple of days actually, because it was over the weekend. Uh, and it did a marvelous job. Brought it back. No more environmental resources used. Absolute win-win situation. Yep. Thank you for the library of things. What else have you got in it, by the way? <laughs> yeah. Well, we have everything. So we have loads of stuff for the DIY side of things. Mm-hmm. So from drills to saws to ladders, etc. We then have loads of stuff for the gardening stuff. So as you said, there's strimmers, there's uh, you know um, jet washers for your patio. Um, there's lawnmower in there there's all sorts of things and then there's also stuff for the social side so we've got things like which are great for kids parties especially so things like PA systems or any party quite frankly if you're going to have a karaoke party <laughs> uh, a friend of mine borrowed it and did an amazing karaoke in her close at Christmas time with all the neighbours came out Fantastic. used our PA and they did a neighbourhood karaoke in the street together which was wonderful um, but yeah so the PA system there is a um, ice cream maker there is a projector for movie nights so lots of families have borrowed those for like movie night sleepovers for kids and things um, and yeah other bits and pieces like that but also um, inside the house there is the amazing carpet cleaner and that's one of our most popular items the carpet cleaner the jet washer they're super popular that's what I need for my flat <laughs> um, and um, I think there's a steam cleaner as well and it's great if your sofa is grotty if your carpets are grotty you can give them a new lease of life without having to spend all that money replacing mm. them kind of thing and you know there's nothing more depressing than looking at cream carpets that have stains and yeah. stuff all over them and actually spending that time to like give yourself a nicer space and knowing that you don't have to insure it you don't have to maintain it you don't have to store it yeah. is just so wonderful because we don't all have tons of space to put loads of massive equipment we don't have the headspace to insure it and to think about maintaining it and oiling it up afterwards or whatever it is and here in the library of things they get excellent brand new items trade level they have deals with bosch etc etc and um then they're maintained once a week so the sort of quality of items that you're getting here is amazing compared to actually any other you know hiring system as well uh, but also against anything that you would normally be able to afford to buy sort of day to day so it's great because you're stopping things being bought and chucked and reducing waste but you're also just saving yourself money and space and headache so yeah it's fantastic and um we're really proud of the library of things and i definitely recommend people come and check it out there's also a gazebo which is super useful. So, you know, if you want to have a party and you need that extra gazebo or you're doing your school fair and you need that extra gazebo, whatever it is, come on down and grab it. Well, there you go. Talking of gazebos, I've got, a, um, my parents have got a massive gazebo, only used <coughs> twice. And so um, I will be speaking to them if they would like to part with that. Oh, no. I think it's there. No, no. No, so no, no. An no. extra one if you would like. No, no, no. So what I would say is that <laughs> the Library of Things is a separate charity that we are hosting. Oh. So we're hosting this as a resource for Bromley. We worked with a carbon management team at Bromley Council to get it funded and in place. Uh, But what they do is they have deals with big manufacturers to provide trade quality items. They don't take things, secondhand things from other people um, because that would be really difficult for them to insure and maintain, et cetera, et cetera. But what we have also done as a charity is worked with Susie Bremer at Hayes Life to set up something called Freebie Cyclers Groups on Facebook. And so depending on your postcode, let's say you're in Shortlands or in Beckenham or in 
Bromley or in Hayes, there will be a, let's say, Hayes Freebie Cyclers group. So Freebie and then Cyclers group. And that is a great group for you to be able to give away things to your immediate community. The idea is it's postcode mm. um, defined. So you're giving and taking things from people in your local area and it's for free. Oh, it's yes, you've got this special place. Um, within the postcodes that the items are kind of swapped and shared between. Yeah, so basically yeah. they're Facebook groups. You can ask to join them and then you give Fantastic. away your stuff or get stuff for free in Brilliant. your local area. And the idea is it'll incentivise people to walk rather than drive, drive across the yeah. borough to pick something up. Brilliant. And you're helping your local neighbours, which is nice. Fantastic. So in terms of um, the, the hub, the Green and Cleaner Hub, what are your needs here right now? So at the moment, we're providing a really important community resource by giving advice five days a week. So you can walk in and ask for advice on any area of sustainable living, you know, energy, food, clothes, mending, whatever it is. Um, we provide some support to local charities, schools, businesses. We put on workshops every week, usually between three to six workshops free every week. Um, and what we need, and, and also we support a lot of groups who are struggling with loneliness and vulnerability, mm. including the elderly, including um, young mums, um, adults with learning difficulties come in, and it's just a safe space that people can come in and learn something, or you know, look at our library, or have a chat, or make something. And what we really need is to get more and more members of our community joining our amazing existing team of volunteers to help us man our hub, to help us run our workshops, um, and help us provide this amazing resource to the community. So whether you are looking to have more of a social life and meet up with people once a week or meet new people, um, we would love to have you on board. Whether you are looking to go back to work and you want to improve your customer relations skills or your events organizing skills <laughs> or your marketing skills or your HR skills or whatever it is that you could help our charity with or you could help at the hub with then we'd love to have you on board whether you are a student at university or you know over 18 and looking for work experience in whether it's in sustainability or retail or marketing or social media or any of these things that obviously we are involved in um, you know we'd love to have you get involved I mean obviously we do a lot of work with kids as well so if that's your area of interest for your career so really you know we're looking for people with all different backgrounds mm. as the volunteers in the hub and some of them may do it because they care about and they're worried about the climate crisis some of them may do it because they want to help their community but other people completely reasonably will do it because it's a fun social thing to do or they'll do it because it will help their career or they'll do it because it will help their self-confidence or their mental health yeah, a sense of purpose and it? yeah a sense of purpose has a lot you know is it has a lot of value so we would love more and more people from across the borough to get involved and to come and volunteer with us you know a shift a week a shift every two weeks a shift is only about three hours um, and it makes a huge difference and um, if people want to get in touch with you in terms of the volunteering how do they do that well our website is www.greenerandcleaner.co.uk uh, and we have if you look at the About Us section, there's um, an area there where you can go into volunteering. 
but also if you go to the get involved section there is a vacancy section where we have um, a link to volunteering but also we currently have two vacancies as roles one at a director level which is a really exciting role and one at a head of finance and resources level mm. both of which are part-time two and a half days a week um, and they're really exciting paid roles uh, which we're currently recruiting for so if anyone's interested uh, do check that out on our website ASAP fantastic amazing uh, is there a closing date for that uh, the closing <laughs> date is 9th of January, but if there aren't sufficient applications, we may okay. extend that. Okay. Uh, one last question. Um, what's the future of the Greener Cleaner Hub? What's in the pipeline now for 2023 well, and beyond? Well, we're hoping... We've obviously got, we've got our space for three years. I would love to think that we will extend it beyond that. I think we bring a lot of value both to the Glades and to the community of the borough. Um, this year, as last year, we'll do another annual schools event. We want to grow our work with schools, so we want to be able to come up with um, a really interesting template for school assemblies and template for school workshops so that we can go into schools, both secondary and primary, to deliver these workshops, even with our volunteers. And also so that we can host them during the two days that we're closed, perhaps in the hub, so that's Tuesdays and Wednesdays, so that we can deliver workshops or sort of school outings here, especially for primary school children, that one, I think. Um, but also we want to work on our amazing research uh, on diversity and inclusion and making sure that we know what language to use, what offerings to use. And to do that, we need to co-create with different groups and communities. We're talking to church groups, to mosques. We're talking to food banks we're talking to different disability charities and we want to continue having those conversations and working with them to co-create events and workshops that are going to benefit more and more different groups and get more and more different groups involved in the conversation so um, that's something that i'm excited about and hopefully we can get that we're doing hoping to do that research with imperial we're looking for oh, funders wow. so we're looking for corporate sponsors for both the hub as a community resource but also as this, in terms of this amazing research that we want to do, not just the co-creation, but in more in-depth research around what language you use and how you communicate sustainability to reach different groups and different mm. demographics much more effectively. Uh, and that would be our project with Imperial College London. So we're looking for larger corporate sponsors and charities to support us with that. And with regards to that, and, and obviously separately, the running of the hub day to day, We'd love to find some local businesses to support us, uh, to choose us as their annual charity. Uh, we'd love to work more with people like the council, um, but other community stakeholders as well to, to fund and have the infrastructure to continue going for the next two, three years and to continue growing what we're doing mm. and provide more and more workshops to more and more people um, and just basically normalise, popularise sustainable living for everyone, make everyone realise how it's relevant to them and what they can do about it to protect their own families. And that it's possible. And that it's possible. It is exactly. possible. Can I say thank you very much, uh, you know, having this here in Bromley, because I'm from Bromley, it's it's absolutely amazing and it's a wonderful thing to have. And um, yeah, we will help it grow as much as possible through our Bromley buzz. Uh, Darren, do you have any questions that you would like to throw in there? Nope. Before we sign off? So um, one last thing, um, remind us where can we find all the information about uh, the hub so if you go on facebook 
Uh, we have a Facebook page called The Hub from Greener and Cleaner. Uh, we also have the Greener and Cleaner Facebook group, which has over seven hundred thousand seven sorry over seven thousand households on it. Uh, and then we also have the website, which is www.greenerandcleaner.co.uk. So greenerandcleaner.co.uk. It's quite simple, but there's a hub page on there as well. Um, and then obviously we've got Twitter and we've got Instagram, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But I think you know Facebook and websites are probably the main one. But What's really interesting is, is that we've got much more diversity in terms of age, in terms of ethnicity, in terms of socioeconomics, in terms of all the different groups mm. across Bromley, across South East London, by opening this hub in a mainstream setting, done to a polished level, looking like a commercial offering, and actually it's just run by the community, for the community, and suddenly all these new groups are coming in, and all these people are having access to it. And so for a lot of people, the physical shop is the number one way they'll find out more mm. about us. Coming in the Glades, a lot of people come in the Glades or come into Bromley Town Centre. We're right next door to Waterstones and HMV. We're opposite the Entertainer. We're near McDonald's and the Glades. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of things that are around us, you know. Um, and, and people walk by us, just walk in and ask a question. You know, we're not selling anything. We're all just people like you, just trying to do the right thing, trying to protect our families, trying to make our communities greener and more resilient and healthier um and you know our our sort of one of our slogans is like be your own superhero you know you don't need to worry about the fact that x or y aren't doing anything or x and y aren't reliable you can be your own hero you can get involved with a charity or with any other you know charity set up your own project whatever if you want to but the point is we all have power um if we care about it we can do it amazing absolutely amazing and on that note, we're looking forward to seeing what 2023 brings. Thank you. And uh, on that note, be your own superhero. Thank you very much, Parisia. It's a pleasure. You. Thanks, Ina. You know what? It was an absolute delight uh, speaking with Parisia um, because not only is this charity trying to support sustainability, the environment, but it's right up my street because it helps people's mental health and well-being, which mm. she is very passionate about as well. And it really does bring people together in many, many different ways. It's quite yeah. something when four years ago you have an idea and then four years on you have this premises in the biggest shopping centre in okay. one of the biggest, sorry, the biggest borough in London and it is helping an awful lot of people as she was just describing. Yeah. Uh, For where she was and where she is now and where she would like, Parisia would like to take yeah. the Greener and Cleaner Hub. So a very good choice of affirmation from that point of view too, Z. Brilliant. So be your own superhero. Anyway, this brings us on to news. I have some news. Uh, the first piece of the news is that actually our own, because we now have the website bromleybuzz.uk <laughs> and on it is not just the what's on but also a blog, it's, the front page is a blog so the first bit tells you where to listen yeah. and then there's a, a change of topics with blogs. I published one yesterday and it's about the Bromley business landscape. I haven't really seen a in one place discussion of what there is for businesses in Bromley so I wrote one and it talks about things like where can you go and do business um, in terms of things like flexible working, human uh, flexible yep. workspace, contingent works, clockwise, all these kind of things? What networking groups can you go into, such as the BNI and the FSB, Ladies Who Latte, etc.? Mm -hmm. uh, it talks also about 
Um, well, just everything to do with... Oh, actually, there's a couple of bits of news within the news there, because there's another piece of um, funding, I think, or something you can apply for, which is um, mentioned as part of it, and the news about the uh, nighttime zones that Bromley has, which are going to be producing some good things locally coming up as well. So if you'd like to learn more mm -hmm. about... Uh, oh, Startup Bromley, that was the missing factor. Because <laughs> we love Startup Bromley. We recorded the first uh, episode in their business lounge Absolutely. in Bromley Century Library. And we and do they, one of our workshops there as well. Yeah, they provide workshops, education various forms of support across free libraries in the borough uh, and so if you want to read about business in one place in Bromley that blog is it and I will be doing updated versions in the future and an eco one I might add um, reperisa's thing uh, anyway life in Bromley and Orpington magazine yeah. yes um, well I spotted the other day in the life in Orpington uh, an image mm -hmm. and a little bit of um, text around Loretta Wright who oh, yeah. is the editor mm -hmm. of Life in Bromley, Life in Orpington, and um, wishing her a happy new year. Mm -hmm. And she was talking about image, a new year, a new image. And um, she was talking about extensions. From what I see, she had short hair to her neck. She now has gorgeous, long hair, beautiful. She looks absolutely stunning, uh, using some extensions. And she said they're very, very good extensions that you can't even notice that there are essential. Pick up a copy and find out more about that. Yeah, great so, picture. Great photograph of Loretta. Uh, one of our um, favourite people in it is in there as well. Um, we've interviewed, and you can look back at earlier episodes for this, um, the current Mayor of Bromley, Councillor Hannah Gray, twice. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's been a great pleasure. Part of that pleasure has been her two attendants. And one of them, Neil Tully, who moonlights <laughs> as a Sinatra impressionist, uh, has a um, page about him in the Life in Orpington and Life in Bromley. Mm. Uh, and that's ra rather good. So, uh, good read there. And uh, Happy New Year to Neil as well. And Absolutely. Hannah. Mm. Uh, I would like to offer some uh, good n local news from the news shopper, but there wasn't any. Um, there is at times, I hasten to add. South London Press, um, good news or otherwise, there was nothing about Bromley this time. County Chronicle, mm -hmm. uh, which uh, is circulated nearest to us is Biggin Hill and West Wickham uh, but they put it in there this time a spotlight on Biggin Hill so that's there to read they've also got um, an article on the Copper Salon restaurant in Bromley well, we entitled Spicy Sensation Makes a Splash in Bromley mm. nice title uh, and Chislehurst Life talks about a new care home so we've enjoyed Signature I hope this place does events and outreach in oh, the same way that Signature does opening February 2023 Kin, K-Y-N, Bickley, and uh, also um, they also have some things about Copper Salon and a restaurant in Chiselhurst I never heard of, Phytology. Phytology. Looks really interesting. I'll show you the article in a bit. Mm, very interesting. Mm. Worth a visit, you think? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. absolutely. Lots of, quite a lot of um, vegetarian, vegan stuff on the menu, if I remember correctly. Well, do you know what? We need restaurants that are vegetarian, vegan around Bromley. I would love to go to a really good one. The nearest you get in a way... Indian food, mm. you could buy a whole, oh, never mind their mains, you could eat a meal of sides, purely vegetable, and it's lovely. Um, whether it meets vegan is another matter, mm. but um, um, you know, other cuisines, including British, with better vegan food would be nice, mm. and yeah, I'd love to go to a place like that. Actually, uh, going on the opposite end... Mm. Um, what, meat? Meat, right. yes. Uh, 
my brother, my younger brother, introduced me to a uh, Turkish restaurant in Downham. Oh, yeah. Um, sort of on London Road. Mm-hmm. And it's called um, Li El Mat Mangal. Or Lezel Mangal. It's called Mangal. It's a Turkish restaurant. Really, really good. I mean, even after the meat got cold, it was still soft and tender. It didn't become chewy or, yeah, lose its flavour. A really great little restaurant to go to. Sounds great. So we could be heading there for some meat. Well, we're starting 2023 as we did 2021 and 2022 with lots of food and drink being mentioned. There we go. Um, This uh, last thing... Spotted, spotted on social, on social media. Mm. Actually, spotted by my wife. Hello, Jackie. Uh, yes, on my London, uh, and I quote, the it's best. It's your London, is it? I don't know. On my London. No. <laughs> <It's your laughs> Our London. London. <laughs> the My London website. Uh, it says, the best place to live in London has been named by property reviews website Home Views as Bromley. Bromley is much more rural than the majority of the capital, even boasting a beautiful nature reserve, Jubilee Country Park Mm. in Petswood, with 62 acres of wildflower meadows, which incidentally I haven't explored yet. No, I haven't either. Mm. But there's so much to explore in the borough of Bromley. Oh, this is very true. Lots of green acred land. And in fact, a bit like me when I started up, with you this podcast not even knowing that Penge was part of Bromley you know what I actually bumped into another long-term Bromley resident this morning who thought until he spoke to me that Penge wasn't part of Bromley as well so I'm far from alone well there you go do you know what you know how we've done um podcasting while walking along Petswood High Street indeed I think we need to do a podcast exploring the acres of the Bromley Borough Mm -hmm. the beautiful nature that would like be lovely. Little, you know, it's like a pub crawl thing. It's going to be a park crawl. Well, this is going to be like Dr. Doolittle, isn't it? Isn't it? You know, you can talk to the bees, talk to the animals, there and we that go. kind of thing. Mm. And we can see what we can spot in the wilderness. I'll tell you what, the continuity in this episode is flawless today because we just mentioned bees. That brings us to the time to buzz out. So, it was Darren Wheel from Intune PR with Zina Narani of... Vida de la Mariposa Coaching. Thank you for taking that task off me this week. And uh, yes, uh, we imitate the bees after which we're somewhat named and uh, buzz depending on how cheerful we are. And uh, in the Greener Cleaner Hub, I think we should do a pretty high level of bee satisfaction, don't you? Absolutely. Here we go. Because they also have a bees home that you can buy for one pound. Do they? Out there, yes. Brilliant finish. Let's buzz. A one, a two, a bee. Ha <laughs> 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 <laughs>